Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast! It's Sansa Bomb. It is December 20th, 2019. And with me today I have Danny. Howdy ho, everybody! I'm back. I'm the news bitch right now. And today we are going to do something special because it is the 52nd newscast, which means I've been doing it for a year, which is crazy. Woo, like woo. it's. That's pretty wild. I've been doing the newscast for a year. And technically, technically, it's it's been, technically the last one would have been a year because um, uh, we did the Annie special. Oh, Me and God. Nick did the Annie special. And I didn't number that one. I didn't count it oh, because of number. Yeah. yeah, so technically the last one would have been a year. But we're counting the 52nd one because that means I did 52 weeks of news minus the Annie and minus the one I messed up that one week. Um, but yeah, um, pr- pretty much though, still 52 episodes. So technically it would have been two weeks ago. It would have been the, yeah. Cause of that one I messed up, but hell yeah, dude. Been doing the newscast for a year. I love doing it and it's really fun. And I think the goal for 2020 for me at least is to have more people do it with me. So like whether it's Danny or Nick or Mac or even a patron, maybe, you know, like if you're a patron and you want to be on the newscast with me, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Or like Noxie from the Project Manga podcast or Ethan from Weebology, you know, maybe something like that. Like that's my goal for 2020 is to like have more people on it with me. Um, oftentimes, especially like in the second half of the year, what it seemed like was that I was that I get so busy that I just come home on Fridays and then I just fucking do it myself. You know what I mean? Cause I forget to ask people throughout the week ahead of time, but either way we're going to do something special. And what me and Danny are going to do, we're just going to kind of have kind of a conversation about the crazy stuff that happened, um, this past year, whether it's just nerdy stuff or anime stuff or, you know, just kind of have like a fun conversation um, and the reason for that is because I even said it on the last newscast is that like a lot of 2020 hype stuff has already been revealed and you guys are talking about it already. And I think it'd be cool to probably give and I'm going to take next week off. So there won't be there won't be a newscast next week. Um, so when you're hearing this now on this Saturday, next Saturday, there will not be one. Uh, there will just be this. So um, and then we'll start off January with a newscast. Um, so the next newscast will be January 3rd. So put that on your butt and fart on it. Okay. So he, I have like a couple things open. <laughs> I have some news that I kind of want to like just mention real quick that I think is cool. And then maybe like halfway through the conversation, we'll take a little break and, um, come back. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool that there's a filmmaker out there, independent film producer, uh, Eddie Mizutani launched a crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter in November for a documentary about the lives of manga artists in Tokyo. The film, which will be titled Mangaka, A Sketch of Life in Tokyo, follows several manga artists attempting to break into the industry. The Kickstarter campaign will run until December 27 and has so far raised 1.3 million yen, 
which is about twelve thousand um, dollars. I don't know where the here. Let me click on the the Kickstarter. Oh, I can't find. They didn't link it. Wow, way to link the Kickstarter. Dumb. Um, I was trying to see like where it was at now because obviously this article is a couple days old. But <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Hasbro Paramount planned Power Rangers film reboot. Here's why this pisses me off because the 2017 film was actually really fucking sick. I still haven't seen and, it, dude. It was it was badass. It was it was basically just like a long episode of Power Rangers from like that's the original Power Rangers, but with new actors and updated right. and everything. And it was basically like a really long first episode of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and it was really cool. Um, uh, they, they didn't like, and a lot of people said that like a lot of, you know, up their butt critics, people who are, uh, what I like to call, uh, bitch flakes <laughs> were like, were they were, they were talking about like the quote unquote forced representation. First of all, representation is important. Okay. Second of all, shut the fuck up. Oh my God, dude. Like, <laughs> Like, an autistic kid on screen offends you. Like, that's what you sound like. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but, like, so, like, the Zack, the Black Ranger, was Chinese, and he spoke Chinese in the film. The Yellow Ranger was, like, gay. Or, like, they hinted at it. They didn't. She didn't say mm. it, but, like, mm. they hinted that she was gay, and that's why, like, she's, like, a rebel to her family because they don't accept her, like, you know, uh, for being gay. The Blue Ranger, um, Billy, was, like, a... He was a black kid with autism. You know what I mean? Um, oftentimes when you see, like, um, actors or characters with mental disorders on – or not mental dis- – I shouldn't say mental disorder. But, like, you know, uh, somebody who is mentally challenged or in some way or another on the screen, it's always, like, a white actor. So I thought it was really cool that – You don't often kid. see char- – Yeah, you don't often see characters of color with – with mental issues on the screen. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see. And oftentimes too, what I don't appreciate is it's like, it's always somebody who doesn't have it, which I, I get that sometimes it's hard to find an actor who actually has yeah, the, yeah. the disorder, you know, but um, no, I thought it was really cool. You know what I mean? Did I they, think, uh, were they able to find someone or I actually don't know, know if the actor in real life is autistic, but like he, he was the character was in the, right. in the movie. I, but like, yeah, no, it was really cool. Like, and I, I know I'm probably going to get a lot of, I'm going to get made fun of for like going on this tangent, representative tangent, but like, I don't really care. I thought it was really cool and they didn't force it. You know what I mean? Like, it just was natural. Like, like Zach talked naturally. He talks in Chinese to his mom because mm. his mom doesn't speak English, you know? So it was really cool. And the pink ranger was cool, man. And, uh, da- I think his name is Dacry, Dacker Montgomery, the, the guy, the main guy. He was awesome, dude. He was really cool. He did really well. Like, a lot of people said that he looked too young looking or had a baby face. Mm. I disagree. I thought he did really cool. You should watch it. If you get a chance, you should watch it. But anyway, that was a whole nother huge tangent that I did not mean to go on. But they're rebooting the film. So, like, it's new. They're starting over. It's like like how they did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and then did the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it was just like... What? <sighs> yeah, is is I just like don't just like because I know like after the movie was, after the movie was uh, released, um, Hasbro acquired Power Rangers 
and, uh, and, uh, and like a bunch of other Sabin properties like right after. And it was just like, okay, what does this mean? Are they going to still make a sequel to the, mm. the 2017 one or are mm. they going to just reboot it again? And honestly, I thought it was – oh, God, it's going to be so dumb. I, I hate that. Like, like as if we won't fucking notice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's dumb. Um, here's the last piece of news. TV Tokyo establishes subsidiary for joint, joint animation production in China. TV Tokyo announced on Wednesday that it is establishing a new company in Hangzhou, China in February. The company will focus on producing animations projects jointly with major Chinese production companies, as well as license management within China. Yukio Kawasaki, the head of TV Tokyo's anime and licensing divisions, will manage the new company. TV Tokyo will invest 2 billion yen, which is about $18.24 million uh, US dollars, as capital stock for the new company. Uh, TV Tokyo already has a separate Hangzhou-based company focused on anime merchandise and sales and licensing. Both companies will coordinate efforts in the future. That's pretty cool, and I wonder if that's actually part of the initiative, the the and bring more anime to, you know, the world initiative, and probably establishing like a better relationship with China. I mean, honestly, like, you know, if it's all about peace talks, it's all that matters, right? But anyway, that seems to be. That was a lot of, in the past four or so years that we've been on this podcast, or at least that I have been on it, a lot of that kind of shit happened. Um, new studios were established. Um, new joint ventures were established. Some company bought another company and they established a new thing. You know what I mean? Mm. I have to go back and listen to some of the newscasts I did, but there was a lot of times where... You know, like, I don't know if Viz Media Europe has, or Viz Media bought a lot of things in Europe, a lot of anime licensing companies in Europe. And I don't know. I know that doesn't affect us, really, because we're not, you know, we're in North America. But, I mean, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, In terms of, like, anime, though, I would say, if I were to say what are some of the big things, uh, new animation studios in the past decade that are killing it, by the way. Um, Vinland Saga. I still have to getting catch up animated. on that. I do too. Um, and the only reason that's a big deal is because it's one of the most popular manga out there, and it went for a long time. And people were wondering when we were ever going to get an anime for it. And it was like three or so years ago where they announced it. And Nick, when when we did still did the news on the podcast, mm-hmm. Nick uh, mentioned it. And it's funny because he's, he's like, not even watching it, I don't think. I don't know. He's, he's a bitch. What a fucking hypocrite. But like, I know. What a butthole. But, like, it's one of my favorites of this year alone. Um, but that's a, I think that's a big deal. Um, there being a sequel to Berserk is, is another big one. Um, Attack on Titan came this decade. Um, Weishwartz is actually a game that came out in 2007. But I think the first deck actually for America came out in 2010, which would have been, oh no, actually 2000, yeah, well, the Monica Magica deck was what blew up, made it blow up in America, which was like the second trial deck to come out in English, I think. So Monica Magica is another big one of this decade, I think. Um, I think in terms of shonen storytelling, this decade really killed the game, like, um, obviously we got a lot of anime that carried over into this decade from last decade, like One Piece and Naruto and Fairy Tale, and whatever. But I think in terms of like shonens that came out this decade, 
I think are just really good. Like yeah. I think um Haikyuu is really good. Um no, I I haven't seen Haikyuu yet, but Get on that, bitch. Um, what are you waiting for? I know. God. The first one came out Oh, the first one came out 2014. So there you go. When is the manga made? When do they make the manga? Oh, 2012. Okay, so yeah, Haikyuu is a big thing. Uh it came out in Weekly Shonen Jump. Shonen's just in general are just better this decade. You know, if we're talking about Haikyuu and the new Hunter Hunter, that 2011 Hunter Hunter, and uh, I can't really speak for the ones that are targeted more towards younger kids like Beyblade or Yu-Gi-Oh and all them, but you know, My Hero, Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer. I think Shonen's just got all around better this decade for sure. What about you? What do you think of some crazy big anime things from this past decade? Uh... Well, from, like, the fall fall season, like, this past fall season, there's been some pretty good ones, like, um, what's that basketball one? I can't pronounce it. I hear no sword. Yeah, yeah. That one's pretty good. Oh, Angel Beats, that's another one from this year. Mm, mm. Or this decade, I mean, that was really good. High School of the Dead. Damn, fucking side note. My my uh Mal is already on uh winter twenty twenty. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, Food Wars, like come on. Oh yeah. Um That's another good Yeah, one. like Food Wars is a good one. That one's a crazy one because when that one first came out, you know, you didn't really expect the whole like food porn to come up into play, right? So you know when they when people would eat the food and their clothes would fucking rip off, you're like, whoa, what is this? What am I watching? Just calm down. <laughs> and you definitely you, you can't be hungry when you watch that show. No. Without a doubt. You can't. You can't. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot do it. Nope. Nope. You really can't. Um, do not. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you eat. Eat something for sure. Um, One thing that I've definitely noticed. Um, is that Japan is 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 digging deep into um the like lbgtq community yeah like yeah they're really they're they're really like going in in on that so which i find interesting especially like with stars align and everything yeah um what else? Uh, what was that? We mentioned we mentioned that on the Project Manga podcast on the last tangential tie-ins I was in. Yeah. Which was Sensei La Glove. Um, even, like, we're starting to see, like, uh, gender, um, uh, gender fluid characters in, like, My Hero. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, uh, I don't watch My Hero, so I wouldn't know. Well, in the manga, not in the show oh, yet. Oh, but, like, oh. in the manga, it's already happening. And, like, we'll see them on the show soon, I think. But... Um, you know, they're they're gender nonconforming, which is really cool. And they're starting not to like it's a good point that like, you bring that up because like even like given 
Um, right. Yeah. Just off the top of my head because it's so recent. But like, even like Given was like another one that I thought was really good, even as like just like a, a a gay one. You know what I mean? Like, and I think they're starting to because I'm I don't know if you follow this. There's a Facebook page, and they also I think it's a YouTube channel mostly, but they they have a Facebook page, and that's what I follow. But it's called Asian Boss, and it's basically just like there's a host and like there's a couple hosts in every country in Asia, and they will go around and uh, talk about things that are, you know, because Japan is like they're almost a little isolated. Right. It seems like like they're kind of sheltered from a lot of. Progress, well, they don't. Like, yeah, progress the world is making. Yeah, they Sorry, don't what, really. What well, Japan, they they're definitely very. It's not that they're not open about it. I want to say like it's like. It's it's like that's personal stuff, and they don't really expose it too much, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But anyway, they had a. Excuse me. <clears throat> they had an Asian boss episode where. Um, the guy interviewed a transgender woman, which is like really cool because it's like, oh, I want to see trans people in other countries, especially trans women, you know? Yeah. But I think the more like that becomes like a thing, and the more that they make shows like that, um, that will be it'll be more normal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's mm-hmm. all we really want. It's like we don't want more than anyone else does. We just want to be looked at as normal and not a big deal, you know. That's why I appreciated Given so much because it was just like, even like when he was talking to the drummer guy about it, you know, mm-hmm, he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I see like, the guys. He was like, dude, I, I, I was with a dude once. It was awesome. <laughs> 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 it reminded me of that scene from Easy A with uh, Stanley Tucci and uh, oh. Emma Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Or not Emma Stone, but uh, yeah, Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And he's like. <laughs> God, that movie's so good. <laughs> he's like, it's okay. All God's children. <laughs> I was gay once. <laughs> oh, the dad Tucci. in that movie was the best part of that movie. Stanley Tucci, like, man. Yeah, he was Stanley the best. Tucci. <laughs> it's like, and her little brother's like this black kid, you know, and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you were born with whatever, and you were an accident. He's like, but I'm adopted. And then he like slams the cabinet, and he's like, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, anyway. But no, I that's a who good Who told you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who told you? Um <laughs> that's a good point that you bring up though. Um cuz Noxie brought that up on the Project Manga tangential episode I was in and um I I I'm I'm excited to see more of that. And obviously we're getting like some new ones in in uh 20. in 2020 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are g- going to be like centered around gay relationships and um, you know, even to have like, and now that, you know, some queer characters are not, and trans characters aren't being looked at as just traps or, you know, really drag queen-y or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, Nothing there's, mm-hmm. not that there's anything wrong with the drag community. The drag community is awesome. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just the way they were pr- presented mm-hmm. on screen. It was just like, okay, whatever, you know? Um, I feel like the perfect example for that is, is, Ritsu from Fruits Basket, you know. Oh yeah. Um, he was just comfortable with women's clothing, 
and yeah he wasn't necessarily trans he was just yeah. like gender non-conforming yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like yeah even which is a form of like trans yeah guess, even in yeah. the original like the 2001 fruits basket it, it didn't mm-hmm. they didn't like make fun of him or anything like that they 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 it had his story in in the original was very lighthearted and um still accepting you know yeah he wasn't like tokenized yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the word yeah yeah which like in terms of other kinds of people i think anime sells a long way to go but i hope that the point that you brought up is is going to be more apparent in the future mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. so that's yeah that's actually a good point that we got in this past decade well they i think there was also that manga uh what was it i forgot it was like a daughter and or something my dad's boyfriend or something like that oh i don't know i have no idea what you're talking God. about Damn it, it's gonna You would know more than me. It's gonna eat me alive, like It's gonna eat me alive. Uh, I bet Shocking would know. We should have Shocking on here. <laughs> it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna look for it, but keep keep going. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> in terms of like in terms of like um what's what's crazy too is we've seen a fluctuation of animator shortages. Um then they had too many. Now we're having a shortage again. Um, and then I think somebody, was it Jeremy? Somebody just posted an article saying that, that it, it's the numbers have gone up again. God, I wish I could, I wish I saved it. I should have pinned it, but, um, it, they're doing better again. You know what I mean? Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know, uh, how, um, oh, right here it is. I found it. Jeremy posted. Okay. Shout out to Jeremy. Japanese anime industry is earning more money than ever, almost half of it outside from Japan. Wow. Okay. Annual study shows six straight year of revenue growth and historical first in media format preference. Anime has never been more popular than it is right now, and that goes for both inside Japan as well as abroad, with digital distribution making it easy to watch new content whenever you want. That's true. Like, Crunchyroll really blew up this decade. And then we got new things this decade, like High Dive and VRV. Um, plus an unprecedented unprecedented number of slickly organized fan appreciation events, appreciation events and theatrical screenings. The medium of Japanese animation is in the middle of its biggest, loudest boom ever, and the industry has the numbers to show it. The Association of Japanese Animators conducts a yearly study of industry earnings, calculating data from 150 significant anime-related companies. It's just released its 2019 report, which found that for the sixth year in a row, the total size of the anime anime industry grew. This also marks the sixth year in a row the industry reached a new all-time high, with the most recent study reporting industry-wide earnings of 2.1814 trillion yen, which is two, which is 10.9 billion dollars in U.S. dollars. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, but they obviously home video sales began to decline um, due to streaming, I'm sure. Obviously, right? Because, I mean, if you have Crunchyroll or you have um, Funimation, you know, I'm sure there are um, otaku out there who pay for every streaming. You know what I mean? Like they spend 100 bucks a month and they get, they get Funimation, you know, VRV, Hulu, Netflix. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do the whole shebang. Um so I mean that's probably or you know Amazon. Obviously, sometimes you have to go to get Amazon because um, <clears throat> excuse me, 
um like Vinland Saga, that's an anime that's Amazon exclusive, you know. So and now with Apple TV rolling out their thing soon, there's probably gonna be some anime exclusive things on the Apple TV, mm. you know. That's cool. But Apple TV sucks. <laughs> Apple TV sucks. <laughs> um so I found the the manga that I was that I okay. couldn't remember. Um it's called My Brother's Husband. Oh, I've never heard of that. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, a family drama that begins with the suspense arrival of Mike, a Canadian who has come to pay respects to the family of his recent deceased Japanese husband, Ryuji, whose only remaining remaining intimate family member is uh, Yachi, his identical twin brother. As Mike gets uh, accustomed to Japanese morals and the surprising uh, I don't know what that word is so we're going to skip it of living with Yachi and his daughter Kana the sleepy Japanese suburb uh, also learns the true meaning of family nice so it's like family oriented that's, yeah. that's awesome right because obviously there's a lot of families yeah. out there it's a comedy slice of life are... and it aired it has four volumes, 28 chapters. It aired September 25th, 2014, and it ended May 25th, 2017. Oh, so there is an anime for it. No, it's a manga. Oh, it's just a manga. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll get an anime uh, for it soon. Hopefully. That is also, like, a big thing, right? Like, manga tends to, like, obviously, a lot of anime is based on manga. Yeah. Like, we're getting more based on manga animes than originals. And mangas always seem to come out quicker for obvious reasons because, you know, they're comics. They're not full-on animations. But I think there's, I a movie. there's tons of gay stories that they could... Oh, really? Yeah. Like a live action? I think so. Let's, let's adventure into more. Well, either way. Yeah. I mean, I think um, that's, that's you know, really cool. Um, oh, it's live action uh, television drama. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's still really cool, though, because we want to see more gay stories mm-hmm. that are family-oriented, because mm-hmm. obviously there are many families out there where um, the parents are trans, or one of the parents yeah. are trans, or one the parents are gay. You know what I mean? They have two dads, two moms, or two non-binary people, or a, a non-binary person with a, a a gay man, you know? So, that's really cool. I really think, I really dig that. I mean, representation, I think, is important. That's definitely something we fought over fought a For lot sure. over in the past decade um also the, a lot of the um the author who did my brother's husband he's he's one of the most influential creators of gay manga oh so, i wonder noted, what else he's done then noted for his works of depicting graphic themes of i have no idea what that word is but sexual i wonder if he's gay I don't know, but let's see. He's done like another recent one that he's did was called a manga called Our Colors. I'm not sure what that one's about, but he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's done quite a bit. Either way, that's really cool. I appreciate that. Um, Also. This decade. Wasn't it this decade? Fucking, um... 
Studio Ghibli stopped being a thing, right? That was his decade, wasn't it? For, uh, for a while. Because the Wind Rises was like... Well, the Wind Rises was technically like um, Miyazaki's last film. Like, oh, right, because they did when Marnie was there after that. Yes. Which was 2014. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then... And then, They're doing that one that's coming out in 2020. Yeah, he said... Yeah, and then freaking Miyazaki said, I'm coming out of retirement again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back from vacation, really. That's what it's called. Right. He's never fucking gonna retire. Um, and also, Mary and the Witch's Flower came out. Um, this oh, yeah, decade. that was uh, Studio Pinnock. Yeah, 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 that was their very first... Um, for their debut film. So is the new film with Hayao Miyazaki going to be Studio Pinnock or Studio Ghibli? I think it's Studio Ghibli. Oh, okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it says Ghibli right here. Yeah. I'm excited for um, what Pinnock's going to do next. I know they did the Modest Heroes, like, short but like that's just a short. Like obviously, I liked *Marrying the Witch's Flower*. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I did too. The only issue I had with with *Marrying and the Witch's Flower*, like the character Mary, she was like too. She was too snobbish and like, oh, what do I do? Oh, woe is me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, fucking Danny's like, grow a pair of boobs. <laughs> I, I kind of it was very similar to not like similar, but it was it was slightly similar to Spirited Away. Right. So, but with Spirited Away, um, wow, I forgot the main character's name. Shit. And I call myself no in Spirited Away. Sen. Well, that was her. That was the name that was given. That was her given name. I'm talking about her. Fuck. Does it matter? Not really, (laughs) but still, yeah, no, Sen. But Chihiro. Chihiro. There we go. Um, Chihiro now. Yeah. You know, Chihiro. She wasn't. Like, she was, you know, the same, at, like, she had the same personality. Oh, what was me? What do I do? Um, like, but she wasn't as, like, complainy as Mary was in Mary and the mm-hmm. Witch's Flower. Mary was super, compla- like, she was complaining about everything. And that annoyed mm-hmm. me a little bit. I feel you. Um, I think another big thing this decade was your name. Ugh. That was a big thing. I know, but but hear me out though. Here's the yeah, thing. I know. As as much as as much as we all love and hate your name for whatever reason, um, I think the best thing about your name is that Makoto Shinkai brought anime films. They he he brought. And more anime films into the light a little more mm. because 
um, a lot of anime directors um, that weren't Miyazaki have now been invited, including Makoto Shinkai, um, to win awards for the you know the the Academy. Which, like you know, you could argue on the other side of that that you know the the Oscars are bullshit, which they are because it's all like you know bullshit politics or whatever. But um, I think that's important. You know, we want we want to we should recognize because we'll recognize foreign animation films every year on the Oscars and then anime because it's anime mm-hmm, gets mm-hmm. blown blown off yeah. you know what I mean which is bullcrap because anytime you know it's always some fucking normie they think of anime and they immediately think of high school girls show the panties yeah level. and it's like anime is dumb it's inappropriate and childish and it's like dude fuck you like they think of Pokemon and upskirt panties is what they think of and it's like you've never watched a film or a show just shut up you have no idea what you're talking about you know what I mean well and I think that your name has kind of made a bigger light for they them. they have yeah. but also you 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 have to think about too you know back in the 80s when when Akira first came out um the that really put anime on the map in the west for sure because there was only like a handful of movie theaters in in the states that showed Akira and when people actually went to go see Akira, they're all like, whoa, this isn't, like, this isn't for kids. This is, like, for right. adults, you know? So. <laughs> well, like, in terms of the West, yeah, I'm talking about just in terms of the Academy. For sure, yeah. Like, it's, you know, and maybe Akira turning, you know, being as popular as it is definitely helped with that. Um, and obviously, your name wouldn't be where it was if it weren't for Akira, but... I just mean in terms of, like, the Academy, because, like, anime gets blown off so often yeah. in, like, the, the forefront. You know, it, it often gets, like, viewed as, like, just kid stuff, like Pokemon mm-hmm. or Yo-Kai Watch or whatever mm-hmm. it is they play on Disney. XD I really would have wished that a silent voice was more popular than your name. I agree. Because I think a silent I voice feel is one like, that definitely needs to be watched. Yeah, and the theme of the story alone is so much better and it talks about something that isn't really talked about you know it's people with disabilities and everything you know so having a character who is deaf yeah that's cool man Uh, yeah koino katachi or silent voice it's really good so good it's on netflix watch it Oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah. When I oh, saw that, Christ. I was all like, yes, it's on Netflix. I can't. Dog. <laughs> Get in there. It's so good. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she's, she's, she's actually a famous voice actor. Holy shit. I am ignorant. Sorry. Um, But, yeah. Oh, okay. Rob, Robbie. Oops. Lexi Cowden did the yeah. dub. Yeah. Who... I don't know if she's deaf or not, but I looked it up. I don't think she is. She's done a couple of other roles. Either way, the first time I ever saw a deaf person play a really huge role was in the L Word. Mm, oh, you know the, the L Word is coming the... back. Side note, non anime <laughs> related. <laughs> no, yeah, it already started. It, yeah, it's already been two episodes. It's called Generation Q. Yeah, 
uh, Regeneration Q. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, but no, yeah, this time it has time to be more updated because obviously like the last L word is a little dated For in sure. terms of other L- LGBTQ yeah, stuff. But yeah. there was no, there was a deaf character who was, she was, she dated the, one of the main characters and the person who played her was deaf. And then she, after that, she got a role on Family Guy and she plays as uh, Peter's office coworker. <laughs> So they share an office, yeah, and she like does the voices and everything. That's cool. Yeah, and, which is funny because like the first time you meet her, Peter's like, "Wait, so like, can you like tell like if I'm doing something, like, you know, whatever?" And she's like, "Yes, like sometimes they make subtle movements, and I can tell, or whatever, right?" And he's like, "Okay, tell me, tell me if you can, if you, if you, uh, can know when I fart." And he, like, did this whole, like, huge, like, bodily motion of just him farting. And she was like, you just farted. And he was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> like, he clearly was farting, right? But anyway. Yeah, no, man. Anime is, anime is definitely, if I were to, like, be real about it, anime has definitely gone on the up, mm-hmm. on the upwards this past decade. Mm-hmm. I think now that it's easier to consume with streaming services and everything oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should know. know. It was super struggles. Right. Yeah. And this July will have been a podcast for five years. That's crazy. So pretty much half of the decade because we started in the summer of 2015. It's coming January. It's going to be two, three years for me. Three years for the Danny. Three years for me. Three years being a host for the Danny. That's pretty crazy. And I mean, it's it's really cool. I, um, I think it'd be cool to end the this newscast kind of like looking back at us as a podcast in the last oh, five <laughs> years. Especially you, because you've been there from like the beginning yeah, me and Nick have, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I'll just say this. I don't want to go too deep into it. Um, and obviously, too, with the anime the anime industry, there's a lot of controversial stuff that happened, which I don't really want to get into. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to talk to me or Danny about it, you can DM us. But Yeah, come hang the, out with us. We're cool. I think the the biggest thing was the KyoAni fire. That was yeah horrible. yeah. I I very much did not look at the situation as deeply as I should have when it initially happened. Um, it wasn't until I was reading... Articles you know, about more, it, yeah. I was reading more and more articles and seeing exactly, like, the details of how that went down until my heart broke. Like, that was, that was like, when my heart, like, actually just got destroyed. And I... I uh, was almost I was in tears and Nick wanted to record this like special report and I was like okay well we can do it tonight or tomorrow it doesn't matter you know and then I had to like go wash my face real quick and then we did it like in like 30 minutes after that because I was just like not feeling it yeah and before we recorded of course Nick being Nick he had to do the thing where he stalls us for an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wanted to find like he wanted to find like more and more information more than we already had, which was crazy. We had a, a shit ton of information. Um, but it was really hard for me. I was, I felt like I was going to cry again and we would have been stalled for another 15 minutes. Um, but there was a lot of that. That was horrible. Um, 
I just cannot believe the gall of some people. And the shitty thing about it is there are now people emulating threats like that. Like there was somebody who threatened the Square Enix building. Jeez. Um, are you serious? One of them. Yeah, with, with he was like, I'm going to come in there and kill everyone and burn the whole place down, is what he said. And then there was another person who threatened another anime studio the same way. He's like, I'm just going to light the whole building on fire with all of you in it. Like, people are already emulating it. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how violence culture works. You know what I mean? Like, they see, you know, they see it on the news. They see it in the media. Mm. They see how much attention it gets, and they want to do something just as loud, yeah. you know? And um, all I can say is that with all the people who passed away and whatever, um, QAnnie's, like, coming back, like, really hardcore. You know, Sentai Filmworks set up that GoFundMe, and the president of Sentai Filmworks just put out like a statement like a, a couple weeks ago saying we are pretty much done like we're we've we've given them every penny and uh we they are handling it with their the rest they're handling the rest of that with their fundraiser that they opened and i'm pretty sure they're going to close that soon and that's going to go to all the families and whatever and the the president of QAnnie was like, all of that money is going to the people affected. It's not going to rebuild or recover any QAnnie stuff. Like it's it's going straight to the victims and the people right. involved, and some of the firefighters involved and whatever, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So and then they and then I think you were on that newscast with me when I when they said that they were going to put a park there. Yes. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Gonna, they're just going to demolish the whole thing cuz he was like I don't want I don't want there to be a reminder there. If we build a new one it'll be a reminder. Yeah. And with the with the ruins there right now it's a reminder so we should build a, a children's park and make it a monument, you know. Which is awesome. Like that's such a Kyoani thing, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um obviously we can go back and talk about more and more anime but we're going to do that with our decade spotlight up and coming in the next couple months here so we're not going to do that anymore but i do want to go back and talk about anime summit as a podcast i know like i've talked about this often enough where people are probably sick of it but um (laughs) i think i would like to talk about how the last five years being on this podcast has like well almost five years four and a half or so um has really changed my life like really has in terms of not in like not just little things like, oh, my schedule is different. Now I have to go home and work on this mm-hmm. or do that or whatever. You know what I mean? But in terms of like anime is something that and you 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 did, too, as a kid that we watched as a kid that we enjoyed as a kid. You know, it, you and I are the same age mm-hmm. or around the same mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. And uh, anime was blowing up at the time when we were kids to where we are now. So it has not stopped blowing up or being a thing since we were kids. Right. You know what I mean? It only just like. It, it it just grew bigger. Right. Because Akira came to the States like a couple years before we were alive, right? So yeah. like or around yeah. So like it was we were born right at the the genesis of it, you could say. Mm-hmm. And it's just like um there were times where I thought I was falling out of anime and I was falling in, falling out, falling in. You know, by the time I had gotten to like um I don't know, in high school like when so I I was in high school eleven years ago believe it or not, uh, <laughs> I'm a granny. Um, but like, um, yeah, granny squad, granny squad. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But like, in terms of like, um, 
in high school, I was mostly into like being a musician. So I, I wasn't too much into the anime. I was mostly into video games and being a musician. So I was working on that a lot. I made my, I, I recorded my own record, a solo record. I recorded a demo with a band. I was in two other bands where the singer came to practice really drunk. And, you know, I was like, this guy, this kid was older than us. You know what I mean? He was 22. So damn. Yeah. I was like a 17 year old kid, you know, or, you know, 16 year old kid. And the drummer was, uh, you know, 16 also or 17 also. And this guy comes in just drunk. And this is the drummer's parents' house. So it's just like, okay, yeah, you can't be in here. We're going to get in trouble. Like, they're going to think we're all drinking. Like, the dude's mom is inside the house right now. And we had to, like, kick him out. We had to, like, call his friend to come get him. And anyway, that was a fucking weird tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, no. So I wasn't really into anime. Like, And then when I moved out, I was I was so focused on moving in and out of my house. When I got When I started playing Pokemon professionally is when I kind of started getting back into it. I started getting back into the Pokemon games and the anime a little bit. Mm. Then I quit playing Pokemon professionally um, because that was just – I didn't have money. Uh, I did become the 20 – Card games is such an investment. That's why I didn't even bother. I know. Yeah, it really (laughs) is. Um, It really is depending on the card game especially. But I did become like 27th best in my state, which is really cool for that year, which is like 2011. Um, It wasn't until Weishwart's – really like started blowing up in my local game community where I started getting back into anime for real because I wanted to watch, you know, mm. I wanted to mm-hmm. watch what I was playing. I didn't want to just play a deck and not know what the fuck I was looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think most wise players are that way for the most part, unless it's something that like is a visual novel. That's kind of hard to acquire, you know? Um, Cause there are a lot of visual novels in white Schwartz, but I was kind of watching, I, I and I still back then, okay, I didn't understand how seasons worked. So right. like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't understand that there were seasons to things. Yeah. <laughs> like winter season, fall season. Yeah, I didn't I was I just assumed it was just coming out because it was out. Even you know when I, mean? I so explain like, it to people like how seasons work, they literally look at me like I have six heads. Right, yeah. So <laughs> even so I didn't see I'm not alone, right? Like there's other anime fans out there who just watch Well, not even anime fans, just like people in general. They're just all like, right. "What? I don't get it." <laughs> They're like, "What do you mean seasons?" Yeah, yeah, seasons? yeah. Like And it's just like <laughs> I I didn't understand. So I just like I I watched SAO and Attack on Titan as they were airing, and then I watched like some others as they were airing. And oh, Parasite! That was one that I watched. That was airing. That Still I, I watched. That was one. airing. It's good, man. I like it. Parasite the Maxim. Um, the manga is just called Parasite, but the anime is called Parasite the Maxim. Mm. And um, oh, J Rock. That's another thing. This past decade that has drastically changed. Actually, um, American metalcore has become really popular in Japan. So now there's like a lot of bands that sound like that, like My First Story, Crystal Lake. Uh, Cold Rain, hmm. Cross Faith, um, and also the 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 power violence and grindcore and hardcore movement in Japan is also really huge now, which is awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's how I got back into anime it was Weiss Schwartz, and then it was then when I joined the podcast, 
I was I was thinking I was pretty fresh, right? Like, oh, I'm caught up on shit. Like, I've been I've been watching recent shit. I know what I'm doing. I'll be on this podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> like that's not how it worked. But I would say the most important thing to me in the past five years that have really changed my life are the people, the Discord, Danny. Yeah, I met you uh, through the Discord. Yeah, Mac and Quoka and uh, everyone, our, our mods at an Udinger. And um, I don't want to name everyone. Obviously, I would fucking go through the whole Discord list if I wanted to. But there's a lot of people that I met on here that have seriously, like, changed my life. Like, in, in terms of mental health, in terms of, like, just having new friends. Um, there were times where I was, like, you know, at the lowest of the low. And I had you or somebody else checking on me to make sure I was okay. You know, like, yeah, in like, Discord is such yeah, a... Bitch, I gotta okay? give a shout-out to Discord. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, I remember Danny stayed up with me for two hours one time because I was having a, a manic episode, um, which is, like, it's not something I share very often. I, I, I get manic. But um, that was really fucking cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I gotta give a shout-out to Discord because we were one of the first... Um, and uh, people are probably gonna make fun of me for saying this or think I'm hipster or something, but actually Some, it was Quoka's idea... Shut up. It was Quoka's idea. It was Quoka's idea because Quoka is really always like on the cusp of finding out new technology and new programs and things to do. That's what he does. He's a business guy. He needs to know that stuff. So when Discord launched um, four years ago or whatever it was, he was like, we have to be content creators who open a Discord chat for our friends, for our listeners. So we moved from Slack to Discord and then for a, for like a couple months, we kept the Discord just privately to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I the, remember Quoka um, messaging me on Twitter, inviting me to the to the Discord. Yeah, yeah. He he Quoka, guerrilla warfare that shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he went and found all of like our our most active like Twitter like the people who would tweet at us often. Yeah. He went and messaged all of them and was like, hey, I see you guys talk to us a lot on here. You should. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I remember when, when The Boy and the Beast came out and I tweeted at you guys uh, to watch Pokemon it. Pokemon Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and fucking... AKA Bareface <laughs> <Yeah>. Johnson? <laughs> and fucking Mac, like... He's like, I gotta shout out. I gotta give a shout out to to one of our listeners, Danny, because she told us to to watch this, and I went to go watch it, and I have to say, it was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, and best I had recommendation seen it. ever. Yeah, and I had already seen it because they were like, "Oh, Sam, you bitch, you already saw it." I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> but like, um, but yeah, like, oh, I also came out as, as trans, like on the podcast yeah. too. Not on the podcast, but like on the Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like during the during my career on the podcast, I came out as trans, and I didn't have any negative comments nope. at all. Like I was, I just had full support. We were all which like, amazing. "That's cool, fam." <laughs> yeah, and then I think there was a couple people who were like, "We're here for you if you like are feeling kind of a weird way." Yeah, you know, you can talk to us, and I was just like, "Fuck yes, dude, that's amazing. Thank you." So that's really cool. So I went on long enough. Sorry. How did it change you? Like now you're coming up on three years and a month here, right? Being on this podcast. Yeah. Um, or what? It, what was it? What was it like for you? I should say. I mean, it was like kind of unreal and stuff like that. So because you know I was just a listener, you know, 
I enjoyed listening to you guys fucking bicker at each other and everything like that. So, and then when when Death Note, the live action movie Death Note came out, and that that was when that was when you and I like were talking a lot, uh, like privately, just like you and me talking privately. Um, yeah, taken out. Yeah, and. And and you mentioned um, that you were gonna do Death Note in Castlevania, and I was all like, "Can I be on that too? Because I have a lot to say." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot to say uh, about this movie, and I really need to get it off my chest. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that was that that guest spot was really fun. And then another awesome moment was when when you messaged me asking to be a permanent host, and that uh, you told me that Quoka was all like, "Get Danny, get Danny to be a permanent host." Like that was a surprise for me when fucking Quoka said that. I was just all like, "What Quoka really did say that?" I think yeah, I think Quoka was kind of on my page where we wanted more femme on the podcast yeah. and like. You know, like I'm a femme too, right? So it's 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 cool or whatever. But I didn't even I don't think I came out on the Discord until after that. I think it was after. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was after. Yeah. So like, um, it, like yeah. So I mean, I think I I I think I appreciate that a lot. I think I appreciated. I felt more. I definitely feel more comfortable on the pod now that you're on it. Not that I wasn't with Matt and Cora. Yeah. You know, but like, um, it definitely. Yeah, I, and, and I even said it too. Um, I think like when a couple times you guys had had female guests on on the podcast and I was just all like, yes, like more females, you know, um, because because if you look at the anime community, the anime and the gaming community. So, like it's I don't want to say it's male dominance, but there are a lot of males that like are open about it. You don't really see too ma- I mean, I could be wrong. People could be yelling at me right now uh, saying like, Danny, what are you talking about? But y- you know what I mean, Sam? Like, especially with fighting games too. You don't see too many females on, on you know, in the Street Fighter tournaments. Um, we definitely are seeing more females in the fighting game community in the last five years than we have in the yeah. last you know, before that, you know, um, and even trans, like, like guilty and Ricky Ortiz, you know, trans women and, um, and non-binary people like Sonic Fox, which is really Mm -hmm. fucking cool, you know? Um, but I think as a whole, the anime community definitely is way more open than people like to think. For sure. Yeah. Um, Cause I definitely was afraid of coming out. I still am. I'm not fully out like to the world yet. And I think, um, Man, we got really personal on here with like LGBTQ <laughs> stuff, but like you know, I think it's I think that's another deal, re- though. that's another way that Anime Summit changed my life is that it opened my eyes to the anime community as a whole, or it, it allowed me to have a deeper look. Yeah, and there's actually people who are more accepting than not. Um, right, but sometimes you find that one, and then it gives you a really bad view of the whole mm-hmm, community, mm-hmm. and that's not true at all. It's not like if your local anime community is like is shitty 
that's just your local community. That's not us. Like, it's not us as a whole. It definitely is not. Like, even some of the people who may not agree with my transness that are on the Discord, which I don't think there are, to be honest, you know, they still address me how I want to be addressed. Right. They still respect me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel unwelcomed in any, 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 like, anime Discord I'm a part of. I don't feel unwelcomed at all. At all. Like, and I come in there really loud. I'm like, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay and I'm trans. And Mexican. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I have two cats. But no, like, I, I don't feel that way at all. And I think um, I think that's why it's important to have, like, we have we have Nick, who's a guy. We have me, who is trans, and you, uh, who's a femme. And, you know, some of us are queer. Some of us aren't. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what's important mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. i mean i don't it, it could be all guys it doesn't matter it, it, there's, yeah. there's a ton of podcasts who are all guys and that's awesome too but, but like, it's always nice to like to know that you're not alone yeah yeah so and i mean majority of my friends are guys so you know it's when it's so funny because the majority of my friend are women, <laughs> women. like i'm just like yeah <laughs> But but you know what I mean? Like like having having this this content that we have and having femininity um exposed to it is is awesome. That's why I, I was so on board with with being a permanent host. Oh yeah. So Hell yeah. And we you know, it's I know still I'm pretty fucking loud weird when people like call me a celebrity and everything. It's all like <laughs> I think it's weird when people send me stuff. Like I, I, I first now I'm more accepting of it. But when when people like would send me stuff like Sean and the owner and all them, like they're just sending me shit and send. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. And I feel really horrible. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't have anything to give you. And they're just like, no, you can just have it. I'm like, OK, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what? You're giving me this yeah. for free and I don't even have to pay. And then Tonto like buying me Nitro and then like you bitched about yeah. it and then he bought you Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> No, I I love it. I it's great. I think uh the anime community is great. I think our community is great. And one thing that I've said on the newscast before, whenever I've gotten kind of personal, like this is such an anti Nick episode because he hates when we get personal. Yeah. <laughs> but like he's always he wants to be like a you know, like a strict critic elite straight to the boobs, you know what I mean? But like no, like I I've always said that anime summons not just like a thing Quoka started with me, Nick and uh, Mac. Mac and you know it's it's I think anime maybe that's how it was in the beginning but as I see it the way it is now I think all of us are everyone in the discord all the other podcast hosts that are in our discord or who have guested with us or whatever or were the the other podcasts that we've guested on they're all anime summit we are all anime summit mm-hmm. and I think that's what's important because I just want to I, you know, I don't want to sound like a cult, you know, like, oh, we're a family. Drink this punch. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like that. Not like that. But, like, just, like, like it's really cool that I can go on the Discord and Udinger will be like, has anyone tried this, like, diet before? And then Zayla will be like, I've I've tried it before, you know. What's your workout routine like? Or I can go on there and be like, guys, I want to I wanna do this to my computer. Um, what what should I do? And then Bree and Udinger will be like, what do you have in there right now? Yeah. And I'll tell them. And then they'll be like, okay, cool. So then Bree will link me this. Udinger will link me this. Or um, 
Sen can go on there. Sen has gone on there and been like, guys, which phone case should I buy? This one or this one? Or you know what I mean? Like it's and then we're all just there to help each other. It's not even just anime related stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like sometimes it could be like, oh, guys, like should I go into work today? They called me in, and then we're all like, no, don't go. Fuck the man. Like you know, just like. <laughs> helping each other out you know like even if it's just little things i've seen people post like humble bundle like they'll buy the humble bundle you know like ed will buy always buy the humble bundle and he'll be like who wants this code for this game because i have a ton of them and then they'll just share games we'll all just share games with each other yeah you know what i mean we'll we'll open one can of pop and all share it with each other you know what i mean like i don't know i have to be more active on fucking discord i'm not too active on discord it's too yeah, overwhelming. Dude. I get like. <laughs> it's too overwhelming. <laughs> I'm just all like, oh, people talking. Cool. All right. I'm going to go back to playing video games or watching this anime. <laughs> right. And I think in terms of like hosts, even a lot of big stuff happened to all of us individually, whether it was bad or good. Mm-hmm. Um, like Koka moved to Asia. Matt got his own place with um, Shadow Seraph, who's one of our guests a long time ago, which um, Shadow is awesome. Shadow was there when we needed him a couple times, and he was really cool. Our and tech guy. Room- or, well, what do you call him? What do you call him? Shadow Seraph? No, no, no. Like, like, like you know how, how Smokey is, is like human resources or something? Producer? Oh, Shadow is HR. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shadow Serve is HR. (laughs) Yeah. No, but like, and I, you know, Quokka moved to Asia. Now he's moving to Singapore. He was in Korea. Now he's moving to Singapore. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Well, no, he did say that because of Terrace Talk. That's right. He did say that because of Terrace Talk. Yeah, yeah. He announced that. Yeah. Nick. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) Nick. Silence. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's changed Nick in some way too. I just don't know why. How? Um, He's just got like... more bitchier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, Nick got to go to Expo. Nick's always wanted to go to Expo. And now he finally got to go. He's got. So he's really gone cool. like what three times now? Uh, just twice. Oh. Yeah, but like you know, he got to go because with the help of Mac and his job, you know. Hmm. Or actually, no, the first time, I don't think Mac helped with the flights that time. But the second time, Mac did. And that, Oh, no, wait, yeah, it has been three times, actually. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it has been three times. Because he went with Quokka. He went with Quokka the first time, Mac the second time, and then this last time he went uh, by himself or he roomed with some other people. But, yeah, so, yeah, three times. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's a big thing Nick wanted to do in that. You know, I'm sure that opened his eyes to more of the industry, which Nick is really into. Nick is really into the industry mm-hmm. and shit like that. So anyway, we rambled on for a while. We now. have. Maybe I'll, put a sp- <laughs> maybe I'll put a spoiler saying this is a personal part. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, but like um, anyway, that's a look in the past decade of anime and just a general look and uh, anime summit. And I love you guys very much. You guys are amazing. I love all the patrons. Oh, we started our Patreon. That was a big thing that happened. Oh, yeah. 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 I got Um, my new mic, thanks to y'all. I got a new camera, thanks to y'all. And maybe maybe soon all three of us can go to a convention. That would be awesome. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that very much. Um, So thank you guys so much. I Thanks so much for being there for us. 
right and being <laughs> listeners and just being cool remember go on the patreon become a patron today you get exclusive stuff you get stuff early exclusive vlogs exclusive podcasts things like that and uh i gotta i gotta put uh, the break in the middle here so it's gonna be kind of abrupt but i'll <laughs> say this stuff now leave us a review on itunes also um once we get to 100 reviews we're gonna do something special we won't tell you what it is you just got to do it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do it to it uh-huh, there you uh-huh. go. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Love Danny, you. I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. I love all of you so much. Thank you so much. Hit us up. That being said, I've been Sam. That's Danny. And we've been the Anime Summit News News, pod. ca- news Podcast. <laughs> Review. Review. Decade, ne- <laughs> Net Netflix. But <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs>